Hi Outlander fans, I'm Isla Ruby from TheCosmicCircus.com. We have a very special interview for you today with Hugh Ross and Sarah Collier from Outlander. I hope you'll give it a listen as they talk about everything Mr. and Mrs. Bug. Enjoy! Um, so I'm, I'm so happy you guys are here and happy to talk to you. Um, so obviously the last episode was pretty important um, and super meaningful. Can you talk about um, like what it was like when you got the scripts, when you, you know, first read what was happened or did you kind of know what was going to happen with your characters? Well, we'd been given some, I mean, the, the indication that, uh, that our story was going to come into focus suddenly. Mm -hmm. And we weren't quite sure exactly how it was going to pan out. And uh, my dear wife wasn't quite sure when she was going to meet her maker. <laughs> Knew it was coming along the road. Um, but it was when we got the script, it was it's a nice, it's a nice meaty script, actually. Not, there are not many characters in this episode, actually. So the stories are kind of quite focused, aren't they, Sarah? Mm. But of course, it's interesting when you are the person who gets killed and then... <laughs> You're the person who dies, yes. um, and then the effect on all the other characters. So no, that that was really interesting. Um, I don't think I've, I've been I've been killed before on screen, but I've died, <laughs> but it, but not in such a way. So it, it was really quite interesting because, of course, we've joined this family to work on the show, mm -hmm. and uh, we've although our presence has been quite relatively shadowy um at the same time we felt absolutely part of the show so and part of the storyline so we we have you find you inevitably you've you've created a an inner life that relates to the other characters and relates to the location and the house you're in all of that you've you it becomes a part of you doesn't it you so when you leave it, it's, it's really altogether more interesting, even although in acting terms, obviously, there's not a lot. I get done too, you know, and then I'm gone. But actually, I feel altogether, it's the interesting thing of, you know, there is the, um, the, the that mixture of being the performer and being and the storyline, everything coming together. So I... Um, uh, although there wasn't much acting to do, I then feel part of the the feeling that everyone has after I've gone. You know, yeah, you haven't explained that very well, but uh, it's um, no. I was really uh, watching it, of course. Um, it's uh, I, I get the feeling, I get the whole profound feeling that the bugs were absolutely part of the show. Oh yeah. Um, yes, I know what it is. It's seeing others. Be seeing yourself the way others see you. That that's that's the point I'm making. Yeah, mm. so that was good. Interesting. Now, obviously, um, obviously, this sets up a lot of really uh, dramatic things, kind of going forward in the rest of in the rest of season seven. Um, Hugh, can you talk about a little bit about what um, what Ian's confession means, and you know what um, what this will mean for Arch and the rest of the Frasers going you know, going forward. I'm not sure that I'm allowed to tell you, <laughs> except that he, he is hell-bent on revenge. Mm -hmm. And um, 
uh, isn't going to take the death of Medina without doing something about it. Um, yeah, so I think, unfortunately, I think you're going to have to wait and see. Do you think he's justified? Uh, when I think, I mean, the, 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 the most important thing in his life has been, he's been robbed of it, mm-hmm. of the woman he, you know, and that's why he, his vengeance is to make Ian suffer the same kind of loss. Yeah. It, it, so that the pain of going on without your right hand uh, is more acute than actually having, you know, dying, actually yeah. having to, to go on on your own is more painful. Now, Sarah, I know there was a lot of speculation about, um, about, I guess, your, your character when the season seven trailer came out. You know, there was that shot of the coffin um, and <laughs> fans were talking about it. Was it hard keeping the secret? Um, like, were, were there any close calls where, you know, you almost let something split or slip? Um, how, how was that for you? Um, well, I knew, I knew as a performer, I knew what was happening to my character. Mm-hmm ultimately um and then I knew when it was happening so yes and and I what I didn't know because the the uh the scripts don't absolutely follow the books Mm -hmm. what I didn't know really was what people were fans were expecting Mm -hmm. so and and then because you know I live my I live my life uh, not hugely on social media. In fact, virtually not on social media at all. That's good. <laughs> so, um, I uh, yes, I don't know what people were thinking. Did they were all want... specu- they were speculating about whose funeral it was. Ah. They didn't know whose funeral who was who'd actually died. Ah, right. There was a lot of discussion about. Could it be Medina Bunk? Could it be? I can't remember the other people. Oh, I see. I see. Well, you see, I didn't. <coughs> I was blissfully unaware of all of this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there was some, um, a lot of speculation. Yeah. Oh, that's good. That's, that's yeah, that better. wasn't difficult for me. I just, <laughs> just carried on with my life. You know? It is no, interesting you... the, 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 the way the fans kind of uh, forensically examine things to kind of try and find a clue as to what this is or where it's going and all that kind of thing. Hmm. Passion, the passion of the fans is just breathtaking. I know there was a lot of... Um, a lot of the fans were, were obviously like analyzing an, an echo in the bone because, you know, that that also happens in the book. And they were trying to figure out, you know, when is this this gold storyline going to happen? When is the bug storyline going to happen? Yeah. Um, so for you, for your character, you know, he talks a lot about oaths, I think, in that that scene with with um, Sam Hewen's character or Sam. Yeah, Jamie. Um, yeah. He talks about his oath to, you know, King George. Do can you? Are we going to see any of that come into play? Can you share that, or is that, you know, not not more specifically? But I mean, I think we've been talking about about this already today. But the fact that that his loyalty to the cause, to Scotland, is the most important has been the most important thing, and because that's not worked out, and the money has been aligned by other people, not, notably Jocasta and co, that he feels is perfectly entitled to have some of the money for himself. Yeah. If, it's not, if it's not going to go 
to, to you know to to the cause, mm -hmm. then we can give some of it in some. <laughs> Sarah, do you think that? Um, can you talk about filming? You know, your final scene, your character is dressed up in in Arch's clothes, obviously, and you know, there, there's a case of mistaken identity. Um, you know, what was that like? Was it a night shoot? You know what? In my How's memory, it was pretty dark at the time, um, and uh, I did have a stunt double for okay. the for the fall, um, and then, and yeah, because obviously it's yeah. better to have a younger person falling, um, and then I took over, and uh, it's technical, you know, dying, um, and. Uh, in fact, you don't want to do a lot of takes where blood's involved. You really don't want to do a lot of takes. So you you rehearse without the blood. And in fact, the, when the actual blood was there, uh, mm -hmm. that was, I think, just the, the one take. Oh, OK. Uh, uh, because it, technically it wasn't at that stage quite as difficult as um, more movement is always. But, and the blood worked very well because I was actually choking on the blood. Um, so that worked well for the moment. Um, oh, wow. Uh, so my gurgling was real. It was me keeping that blood from going down my windpipe. So that was quite interesting. But I, I wasn't worried about it. I was just aware it was happening. I thought, oh, this is good. This is good. This is very, this is real. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, yeah. So it's, uh, yes, as I said, it's dying is technical for yeah. everyone. Um, although obviously then the the characters around me they then have the emotional acting to do um, do you think that um that, that arch knew about uh about mrs bug's plan to dress up in his clothing and you know dig for the gold? we 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 thought that he didn't we thought that she was probably going freelance there Mm. And that he might have said, uh, this is too risky. Uh, no, we thought that really this is a desperate um, attempt by Mardina to make something happen. Um, because clearly her blood is up and she's, she's uh, they, after the, the, all the drama, um, there, there is that sense of every man for himself. And uh, I think a, a certain panic and a certain desperation. I think she's always had to give out a bit of a push, you know. Yes, no, I, I absolutely. I, th I think Arch, if she'd run it by him, he would have said, I don't think so, darling. Yeah. <laughs> Not quite like that, dinner flash. No way. <laughs> Is there anything else that, um, you know, that you think people should know about this, this particular episode or the season going forward? Um, you know what your or your characters um i think they should hopefully they'll be sad about the death of medina and hopefully they'll be desperately curious to know what the revenge is going to be so you know obviously you joined outlander in previous seasons can you talk about what it was like um you know auditioning for your roles what it was like um coming on board you know because it's obviously, and you've talked about the family aspect, it's obviously such a strong, um, like, cast, family, crew, family. What was what was that like? I'd always hope, rather hope to be in it, because um, 
Sam, I worked with Sam when he was starting his career. I think actually in about season two, I sent him a message on somewhere in social media and said, hey, Sam, can I be an outlander? Please, will you do something about it? But nothing happened. Um, but he sent me a nice message back. But finally, of course, then comes the, Hugh, you've got a meeting with uh, Suzanne Smith about being an outlander, blah, blah, blah. Look at this scene, you learn the scene. You go and do it and they send it away and then you wait and wait and wait and then either you've got it or you haven't. And this time we were lucky, weren't we, Zara? Mm, yeah, yes. And I was in Egypt at the time that I was oh. asked to do a self-tape. So uh, self-tapes are wonderful. You can <clears throat> actually uh, go on holiday. And uh, classically, when we go on, we go, go on holiday, if we go abroad, uh, either myself or my husband, usually my husband will have to go back to Britain to do something or do, but actually with self-taping, it's wonderful because, uh, you know, I was able to self-tape in Egypt and, um, and then ultimately got the job. So that was a really, um, no, it was great. And actually the, I loved the audition piece I was given because I had lots of material to, uh, to use there. Um, so it's, are there any favorite moments that you've um, that you've filmed so far, or you know that you you filmed over the course of you know being on the show? Anything that really sticks out to you? I'm telling you, I, I enjoyed little scene in the horse and cart with um, um, Josiah, one of the Beardsleys, and telling him I hope he wasn't going to be the chatty one. That was a good fun scene. Lots of little glimpses of humor that was in the script sometimes kind of dryness about art that I like. Absolutely. And I, I think I just, it, it's very hard to pick out scenes because obviously there are moments where quite a bit of acting is required in a scene. And obviously you love that because you get to act. And then there are all sorts of moments where they're just little moments, but actually in themselves, they're, as, as uh, Hugh says, they can be little bit comedic just a little or a little bit this or a little bit you know so in the end you just kind of love it all because it all makes you feel as though you are a, a full person you know you're a, you're a character with different sides so it's it's enjoyable being a, a small little person a small part of a bigger scene in its way uh, as being having the main acting to do in the scene it's just a different aspect wouldn't you say Hugh? Absolutely, yeah. Absolutely. Now, Sarah, you've talked about, um, you've died on screen before. Mm -hmm. um, can you talk about how, how this, you know, dying on screen as, as Merdina was maybe different than, than dying on screen other, otherwise? Like, you, you've talked about it being technical. Is there anything that, um, you know, that was unique, I guess? Um, I suppose this was emotional because of partly because it was accidental. So even although, <laughs> about that. Um, uh, yes, it, well, it was just sad, really sad yeah. for the character. And having spent time with the character over three series, mm -hmm. there's, I feel sad for the character as well. You know, it's that you find that you've invested emotionally mm -hmm. in your character. And in, so, yes, and then I'm, I'm interested in what the other characters feel about me after I'm gone. 
you know and so no that's that's been the the revelation or the you know it's not just a, a, a dying and then a zipped up in a body bag it's actually um someone in the community who's gone someone in the family who's gone and how this affects everybody so it, it's been a very particular experience of dying yes and altogether richer than you know and I look at the script and, and then you think oh yes I die I know that would be technical and well that's it but actually in the event the whole thing felt like a richer experience than just dying I think it you know, just Outlander in general, you know, is very, very emotional and you feel very connected and deeply, you know, connected to the characters. And I think in particular with Mrs. Bug, I think Ian summed it up, um, you know, very well. He just, he had grown up with her essentially, you know, he had been very close with her and just, you can really feel that character's loss. Um, we were saying, even though we were kind of, you know, peripheral in some ways, we, were, we felt very much that we were part of the, of the of the Ridge family that we were actually there. That you know, there was a little scene when I was reading to Jeremy, little boy, you know, like the, that we were sort of part of the family. Yeah. What, a, what an amazing task to accommodate all those characters and all those different storylines and achieve is fantastic. I'm in awe on how it all weaves together and just the skill that it takes to create such a, a beautiful show and. and this last episode was fantastic so you know both of you are amazing oh thank you and i think i think i might be done um as far as time so i just got the little chat box um but thank you both so much thank you very much thank you bye nice meeting you bye-bye bye-bye Thank you for listening. You can find the companion article for this podcast, along with all the other news for those who like superheroes, science fiction, and fantasy films, TV shows, and other media at thecosmiccircus.com. Have a great day.